Going live. What do you look like without a beard? There's a video on YouTube. I had to shave it last uh, last season. I had to shave it last season for some bullshit bet we made. Um, all right. Says that <clears throat> we're live. We've got a delay. Uh, should be coming up. I am defeated. So if you're on Periscope or Facebook, this is the third time with technical difficulties. So weird start to the day if you weren't part of this last ride season. with me. I just shave it last season for some bullshit. Bet. Sounds like it's good. Um, all right. Says that <clears throat> we're live. Sounds sounds like you can hear me. All right. I got to get myself out of this shitty mood, but uh, here's some tallest man on earth. And then we'll start it off. Fuck. God damn. This song is about a boyfriend who's who's so insecure. He's jealous about <clears throat> everyone that walks by the house that his girlfriend lives in. And he just kills them and he buries them, and then he plants a garden over all the dead bodies of the the people. Um, so it's it's burn birthed out of his insecurity. And I feel like just going and punching things and burying them in the garden right now. What terrible! I hate technical difficulties because. I need to hire a CTO. If you have experience with Wirecast and you can come to the Bronx every day, you're hired. Send me your resume. Sick of this. Anyway, what you might have missed on the first part of the show is that I took a sip of the uh, I took a sip of the Yes Please cold brew I made, and it was absolutely fantastic. And I'm no scientist, so I didn't know if I had it correct or not correct. If it was going to be too strong, too weak. Perfect. Got my Lion King Disney cup here. Yes, please, coffee. Just absolutely crushing it. Freshly roasted beans shipped to your door with no fuss. Here's some proof. They shipped some to me today. Another bag. I'm going to open it up, and we'll see what, what fucking kind of beans I got this time. Let's see. So this is how it comes. We got a new, a new playlist of songs they give you. See if I recognize any of the band names. Miles Davis. I know him. Bob Dylan. I know him. So, yes, please send you a whole uh, a whole Spotify playlist, I believe, or playlist that you can get. And then here we go. I got batch numero 86 today, July 13th, 2020. These are a blend of La Fresca. Chia Paz, Mexico, La Perla Negra, Guatemala, and uh, Nancibo Rafisa from Ethiopia. I haven't made this yet. I, I got to get a, a, a coffee grinder. I just ordered one, actually, so it should be arriving tomorrow. And then I'll put them into the cold brew. But this is the last batch, and I made cold brew out of it, and it's delicious. And I love it. Go get yourself some Yes Please coffee. You can pick your size. You can pick how often you get it. You can skip any payments you want. You can cancel at any single time. So really, you're just buying it for a month. And then um, enjoy it. Check it out. A unique blend every single time. Upgrade your morning with Yes Please coffee. Use discount code JOHNBOY for 25% off. There's a link on Facebook. There's a link on Twitter. There's a link on YouTube. 
Uh, if you're listening on the podcast app, you can go to yes, please, plz coffee slash John Boy. All right. I had so much I was planning on doing when I wanted to start at 9 o'clock. It's 9.30. Damn technical difficulties. Uh, I am going to try and pin something to the soundboard. It worked. That was a big test. Now I can decorate that whole thing behind me. So one for one on the pinning stuff to the soundboard test. Great. Boom. What next? Um, today on talk today on John Boy Media, we got Talking Baseball coming out, and we got John Boy and Jake Radio coming out. And I think that's all. I think that's all. Yeah. That's it. I met uh, Tallest Man on Earth. His real name is Christian. He's shorter than me, so it's a big lie. I'm a short person. He's shorter than me. Like his music, though. But not the tallest man on earth. Scientifically untrue. Not the tallest man on earth. What else? I got some other shipments here that came in. That's exciting. Get to that later. The town today is actually super cool. So I got to shed this shitty mood that the technology just put me in and tell you about tell you about this town because I'm telling you, it's cool. We're going to Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. It's 63 degrees and cloudy, and I'm pretty jealous of that. Pretty jealous of that weather. I'd love me some 63 degree and cloudy instead of um, 89 degrees and muggy. That's what we had yesterday here. So that would be a lot of fun. Uh, dude, check out Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. First off, just by looking at where it is on the map, you can tell that it's got to have some fun history. So it's in New Hampshire, but it is the northernmost little peak of New Hampshire. Like, if, if New Hampshire made any sense, this line would just cut straight across. So m- the entire western border and northern border of this town in New Hampshire is Canada, and the entire right border, or the eastern border, is Maine. So the town is a peninsula in a a land peninsula in that only one border is the same state as the town. Three other borders get you not only out of the town, but out of the entire state of New Hampshire. So that's crazy. So what I read was that after the Revolutionary War, the Paris of Treaty, all right, follow along. It's not that hard, but follow along. After the Paris of Treaty, um, the U.S. said that they, the border ran on the river. There's like a river somewhere around here that they said was their land. Uh, and the, the Canadians were like, yeah, okay, but the river has tributaries and there's one over here. So this town, after the Paris of Treaty, Canada thought they owned it and the U.S. thought they owned it because they just differed on when they said the river's the border. They differed on if tributaries counted as part of the river. So instead of, like, fixing that, they just both taxed the citizens. (laughs) So if you lived in this town, which is now called Pittsburgh, it wasn't called that then, you got taxed from Canada and from the U.S. So after a while, all the members of that town were like, uh, this sucks. Not into this. We're... Not a dual country town. So they, like, revolted. They seceded from both. They're like, we're out. They formed their own republic. 
the Republic of the Indian Stream, it was called, because that was the stream that we were talking about. And they they had their own constitution. They had their own militia. They had their own taxes. They every everything, which is just crazy. So um, Treaty of Paris, did I say the wrong thing? Whatever. I'm too distracted. Uh when you talk a lot, you say the the wrong things a whole bunch. Um, where was I? So anyway, yeah, so that just became its own country. It was called the Republic of the Indian Stream, which Royce, R-O-S, I think it lasted for like 10 years, uh, which is wild. I didn't never heard about this, a succession, tiny little town. It's actually like the biggest town in New England. So it's not a tiny little town. But yeah, they were their own country for a while. Isn't that wild? And then eventually, like, skirmishes started breaking out. And um, there was, like, wars going on. And the U.S. was like, all right, all right. The U.S. recognized them as their own country and then just charged them import-export tariffs and taxes. So... So they're like, cool, but Canada didn't recognize them, and then they were still taxing them, and then they started fighting and all that. So then the U.S. was like, hey, why don't you just be our town in New Hampshire? And they said, yeah, that sounds nice. So then it became this town. But it's kind of wild that all the borders aren't even New Hampshire. Lake Francis. There was some video I found on this. Let me see if I can find it. It's a huge snowmobile an ATV destination. And they did this thing in March of this year called the Parade of Lights, which I couldn't tell if I thought was cool or lame. Definitely looks cool. Like, they got all these snowmobilers with rainbow headlights and rode around town, I guess. I... I don't know what this was for, if it was just for a pretty visual, which it is a cool visual, but yeah, so I guess if you're a big snowmobiler or ATV guy, head up there. Crazy accents. I'll watch some videos of people from uh, Pittsburgh, New Hampshire that go up there. Just thick, thick New England accents. How weird is it that YouTube is recommending this drain clogging video that I'd made on a whim about a year and a half ago to everyone. People keep commenting on this. And I'm like, how are people finding that? Such a stupid, dumb, weird video. And it's like one of our biggest recommended videos. I guess because there's no copyright, so they can recommend it. That's the bullshit thing about when MLB claims videos is that YouTube doesn't promote claimed videos. So even though all our disputes get solved because MLB likes us and wants us to make videos about them, they still don't get promoted because they get claimed and then unclaimed, but just because they got claimed. But then the drain clogging video is just everywhere. It's wild. Anyway, Parade of Lights. I don't know what this was about, but it's cool. And I don't care what you got to say, that border shit is awesome. Oh, and country, look at these little hairs coming down from my hat. What's that about? It's not supposed to happen. It's not supposed to, The chat is like... I watched the drain video yesterday. It came up for me yesterday. Yeah, drain clogging videos are are weird, but there's a whole a whole thing of them. Um, there's a whole thing of them. So 
the player today, random player of today, is a player everyone knows, Brad Osmus. I didn't know a lot about him. I just knew he was a manager and not the best manager and all that. Did you know that he has the most career games played ever in MLB by a Jewish person? He ranked first all-time among Jewish major leaguers in careers played, 1,971. He ranks third in Major League history at putouts as a catcher behind Ivan Rodriguez, Pudge, and Jason Kendall, friend of the show. Longevity, huh? I think he had an 18-year career, Osmus. I didn't know all that. I mean, I knew he played for a while, and I knew it wasn't, like, incredibly exciting, but I did not realize that he had uh, uh, picked up, like, some cool counting stats like that. He was drafted by the Yankees. The Rockies picked him up in the expansion draft. Then the Rockies traded him before he even broke with the team to the Padres. Played for the Padres for a while. But, yeah, man. Man with the Astros for a long time. Three gold gloves, all-star, one of the premier defensive catchers of his day. And if you look up, like, highlights, like I just I just put Brad Osmus in the – Highlights on YouTube. And there's some objections because he's a manager. What's funny is there's all these videos of him warming up his pitchers in Detroit. Oh, I shouldn't play the audio. That'll definitely get it claimed. Um, like, because as a manager, it sounded like he just wanted to warm up pitchers. So, like, there's this is him warming up Verlander. No mask, just chilling. And if you scroll on down, there's one of him doing it again in uh, Kansas City warming up. Felice. So Brad Osmus, the manager, just really liked, you know, his dream is to be a bullpen catcher, but they keep hiring him to be a manager. So someone just needs to offer him the right position, and he's like, yeah, cool, chill. I don't, I'm over being a manager. Look at this ejection. He seems fired up in this one. I guess, uh, Castellanos gets rung up on an inside pitch. I got three for that. You're out. What does that mean? Awesome. This is spitting on him. You just spit on me. Dump <laughs> goes, you just spit on me. Covers the plate with his jacket. Says, hey, there you go. Now you can't see. Oh, man, he's fired up. This is a different one? No, it's just a different angle. Okay, it was a hoodie. Nice. Nice job. Nice job, Brad. Ball boy's going to run out there and grab it. And then there was this really weird video that I found that I'd never seen before. And Verlander, <laughs> Verlander's got one out away from a complete game. All right? One out away from a complete game, but uh, Hosmer gets a base hit. And then I think the Perez was coming up next who rocks Verlander or had been recently. So Hosmer comes out and takes Verlander out. He's getting booed mercilessly the whole way. Well, there's a reason. Then they, then they cheer for Verlander. Pretty, pretty normal, right? They, they boo that Verlander's coming out of the game. They cheer for what he has done for them, though. And then when uh, Osmus walks back to the dugout, they start booing again, and Verlander just yells at the crowd. Verlander kind of 
feels like he's always yelling at people, I guess. I didn't realize it when you put it together. He's always kind of like, what's the term people use? Virtue signaling? It feels like he's always sticking up for someone else and just getting in. Like, why are you yelling at your own? Dude, they're booing because you got taken out of a game when you were one hour away from a complete game. They're not booing Brad Osmus, the person, and his life. Never get it. They wanted you to finish the game, Verlander. Weird clip that I found. I didn't, I didn't understand um, why, why Verlander got so upset about that. Someone said that uh, Abe says, yeah, for some reason Perez did well against Verlander. I want to find those thoughts. I want to find those thoughts now. Justin Verlander uh, versus Batter. Perez. Choose batter filter. Um, how do you, whatever, I'll just do it by name. It's a dumb way to do it, but I'm doing it. Can you guys see the screen? Perez, 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 Perez. This is the dumbest way to do it. <sighs> Holy shit, Perez lights Verlander up. <laughs> He's got 67 plate appearances and a a 4.13 batting average with a 1.085 OPS. Oh, I should have control left it. You're right. I usually do. Off my game, man. Technology beat me down. Uh, that's crazy. With two home runs, 16 RBIs, a lot of doubles, eight doubles. He's slugging 667 against him. That's nuts. Salvi lights up Verlander. I did not know that. Cool. 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 That was a fun one. Trying to play. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole, but of course the Bluetooth's not hooked up. Why the fuck would it be, you know? Why would it have been? Why would it have been? Uh, Nick Proach says, your music choices have been really good of late. Thanks, Nick. It's just the wheel. It's the wheel. We have a bunch of artists on the wheel, and we spin it. And it lands on it. And then we choose that artist. Uh, what's next? What's next? Oh, okay. So this is why I was excited when I got to the office today. I got, remember that? Remember when we shopped together? Remember when all of us shopped together and we got books? They came. Nothing more exciting. Just nothing more exciting than new books. Wow. The fat kid. Shout out Jamie Iredell. Huge shout out for him. Bought both of his books. Billy Collins. Um, I don't know what this one is. The Last Mass by Iredell. I don't know because I told you guys, he writes like, he writes not normal not conventional styles. Like, it's not novels, it's not poems, it's not prose. It's like a mixture. So I don't know what this one is. This one's easy because it says The Fat Kid, a novel. But I am trying to read The Rebel Yell right now, which is a long book. This is the size book I like reading, these size books. Rebel Yell's like, bigger than all three of these combined, I think. So I got to try and finish that, and then I'll get to these. But I'm pretty excited about these. And then I got uh, Billy Collins. Book of Poems by Billy Collins. So, never opened it, ever. So, I'll take a page number. 
Brandon Black just just uh, threw some monetary support my way. He said, love your stuff, man. I miss baseball so bad it hurts. Keep up the good work. It's keeping me sane. Thank you, Brandon. I really appreciate that. Do you have a P.O. box? I'll send you a copy of the book I recommend. Uh, we were in the process of setting up a P.O. box. That process got put on pause from Corona and from the post office being jerks. So it's definitely something we plan on having set up soon. 22 is the first page number I saw. Let's hope that's a short. This book this book has the the old school perforated edges. You see that? So it's like you can you can feel it like when you actually had to break the pages apart. It's kind of cool, I guess. I don't really care. It's something. It's noticeable. Page number 22. 22 is the tail end of a poem called Love. So I'm not going to do that one. Uh, these are a little longer than than uh, our other dude, Ted Kuzer. Is there a page after 22? 47. 22 was, was halfway through it. What a show. Um... I don't think these might be too long. I think this book might be too long for this. Well, that one's called The Long Day. Okay, In the Evening. In the evening, the heads of roses begin to droop. The bee who has been hauling her gold all day finds a hexagon in which to rest. You guys ever heard um, uh, Pablo Neruda read his poems? Go listen. It's such a funny and cool voice. I could write the I could write the saddest poem of all tonight. I don't think that's how it sounds. I could write the saddest poem of all tonight. Um the heads of roses begin to droop, so everything's in the sky. It's nighttime, you know? The bees are getting some rest. In the sky, traces of clouds, the last few darting birds, watercolors on the horizon. Oh, nice little pretty drawing of a sunset there. Birds swooping around. You got the uh, the uh, silhouettes of birds over the darkening sky and the watercolor horizon. The white cat sits facing a wall. The horse in the field is asleep on its feet. Man, that sucks. Sleep standing up. Do horses always sleep standing up? In Seabiscuit, they lay down. I light a candle on the wood table. I take another sip of wine. I pick up an onion and a knife. And the past and the future, nothing but an only child with two different masks. Whoa, what's that mean? I mean, the whole thing is he's just describing a night, you know, a beautiful a night where everything's coming to bed and coming to rest and, 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 and taking in the day. And he's sipping wine and, and slowing down and cooking himself a dinner. Uh, and then... Nothing but an only child with two different masks. Because they're so bored. Got to play with itself. Is he lonely? He's drinking and cooking for himself. And he's lonely like an only child who wears masks to play with itself because they don't have any siblings. Is that what he means? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I have that Pablo Neruda thing stuck in my head, so I want to play that. Just the beginning. Pablo Neruda, saddest lines oh there's so many versions i want to find his version maybe this is it this isn't going to be it tonight i can write the saddest lines (laughs) 
by Pablo Neruda. <laughs> Listen to this voice. Tonight, I can write the saddest lines. By Pablo Neruda, translated by W.S. Merwin. Who's, this is the voice I was talking about. Do it again, voice. Tonight, I can write the saddest lines. Write for... I mean, you guys get it. Tonight, I can write the saddest lines. So slow. I like it. Uh, write, for example, the shattered sky. It's like a Spanish sh- Sean Connery. Can you name all the MVPs and Cy Young's All-Stars and Triple Crowns Brad Austin's managed for the Tigers? Ooh. No, but it's probably a lot. I mean, you got Verlander, Scherzer, Purcello counts, Price, Miggy Cabs, um, Prince Fielder ever won an MVP? I think a lot, I think there's a lot. I mean, he had a lot of talent. It's crazy. All right, I'm out. I apologize that this wasn't the most upbeat show. I got beat down. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back stronger than ever. Maybe. No promises. Tomorrow. And we'll all uh, be better off for it. Maybe. I don't know. No idea. I can't promise you anything. Tallest man on earth. They didn't have my favorite song by, by him. A live version. Try to do live versions again to avoid copyright. Um... Like Kids on the Run is my favorite song. It's going to be loud. By uh, Tallest Man on Earth. So I'm going to play this as the outro. Two little, two little young couple that run into, I don't know, maybe they get pregnant, need to get an abortion. Maybe they run into the law. I don't know, but they're, uh, they're out. See you guys. See you tomorrow. We're going on JGR real quick. Crook.